Are you looking for someone to help you with your roof, siding, and gutters projects? Look no further than CRC Renovations. Serving the Lexington and surrounding communities for over 20 years, this family-based company can help you with all of your exterior needs. Call the folks over at CRC Renovations at 859-327-3913. Again, that's 859-327-3913. Sean, I noticed your landscaping the other day looks fantastic. I hate landscaping. I know that you aren't a big fan of landscaping. Who did it for you? Well, it wasn't me. Well, I didn't figure. I contacted the guys over at Horizon Landscaping. Mike and Jimmy, they did an excellent job. And it was super affordable. Are they local? They are local. And you can reach them on Facebook by reaching out to Mike Wills, or you can call them at 859-274-6571. Again, that's 859-274-6571 for all of your landscaping needs. Well, I'm definitely going to give them a call. Thanks. The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncie, and Wes Crouch. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank. Your friend in banking. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. <laughs> hey, we got it right. No, we did. <laughs> so tonight we've branched out a little bit, Wes. Yes, we have. We, we, we have ventured all the way out of this county. Good. Into another county. And uh, we've went to Menifee County. We got rid of the red, white, and blue for the night. And, and brought in the green and black. That's right. I, I, by the way, that's a pretty sweet-looking sweatshirt right there. It is. You're so, right. We're talking about Derek Robinson, the men's basketball coach of Menifee County. Uh, Derek, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate you having me. So, um, excited to have you on. Um, you're not that we was talking a little bit a while ago. You're not necessarily a Montgomery County native, but you're pretty darn close, right? You're like me. You married into the community, and uh, and uh, spent half of your life here at this point. So yeah. and still live here, right? Right. That's right. So awesome. So uh, coaching Menifee County boys. How long you been doing that now? Entering my second season. Second season. Awesome. You did do a little bit of coaching stint here. Um, once before for the men's, you were assistant here, right? Yes, I was the JV coach for two seasons. Okay. Are they right. men? Are they men? Men, yeah. Are we still – you going to consider them men, not boys? We men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just a little bit of background. If you don't know this, um, Menifee County is members of the 61st District with Rowan County, Bass County, Fleming County. Man, that's loaded district. Oh, yeah. And uh, part of the 16th region that has teams such as Boyd County, Russell, Ashland Blazer, Morgan County. That was some of the top teams last year. And uh, we were talking a little bit before the show. Derek said they're 
they brought all their guys back. <laughs> so, so what, what's what's the aspirations for this year? I know uh, we're still in the dead period, getting ready to start practicing in about a, a couple of weeks. What What's your aspirations? I mean, uh, what are we looking forward to? I'm entering year two. Um, last year it was about, you know, Coach Schwartz was there for 11 years, and I came in and he did a great job. But every new coach wants to put their own stamp and their own culture, and that was a lot of last year, developing the skills that I wanted, developing the culture that I wanted, and we exceeded expectations. We okay. won double-digit games, and, you know, there's a story. Uh, we won our second game of the year over Elliott County, and Menifee doesn't beat Elliott very much. Not very many people have in the 16th. I had somebody come up to me after the game and said, man, that's your second win. We only expect you to win two all year. <laughs> we ended up with ten. We went to the All-A region finals, you know, won some games we probably shouldn't have. And in year two, I just, you know, we do workouts three days a week um, now until the 17th when we start practice. Year two, I just want to keep building. Right. You know, as a small school, you look to build what you have, and we have some great talent walking the halls. But you also build for the future. Yeah. You know, I, I have today in our workout, we had 12 kids. Seven of them were high schoolers and five of them were middle schoolers. Okay. You know, I'm looking near two to keep developing our culture, developing what we're building from the top down. Mm. You know, from the where me and our girls coach, Drew Swartz, we're, like, we're working on our youth program. You know, we're developing. I have a great middle school coach in Travis Parks. I, year two, just want to keep building what we have. Yeah. You know, at a small school, if you're not thinking about your future with your present, then you're falling behind. Right. And, and, and you know, Menifee County is, is, is a small community, right? And, Absolutely. And I know up until just a few years ago, all 12 grades went to the same school, yes. right? Yes. So that's small. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's you have to have impact and in your percentages needed for athletics is much higher than a Montgomery County or a Lexington school or something like that. Right. Um, did you lose many seniors last year? We graduated five seniors. Okay. One starter. Okay. So I bring back four starters and six of my top eight. Okay. Including Brevin Ricker, who will be, He's the returning leading scorer in the entire region. He averaged 24, 6, and 3 last year. I bring back a point guard who averaged 12 last year. I bring back a wing who averaged 13. I bring back our post who I think averaged 8 and 6 last year, and he's looking for a big breakout year. So we have the pieces to take the next step in our program. Well, I mean, and it helps that this is year two for them, right? Right. So they've been through that – Bringing back your leading score, that doesn't hurt either, right? Um, so you mentioned, you know, it's always tough following another coach, right? Someone, especially with tenure. Right. Um, was it was it a philosophy change? Was it a, a, a style of play change? That, that or, or was it kind of everything? Like I said, Coach Swartz, he was there for, I believe it was 11 years. He did a great job. He got the absolute best out of what he had. But, like I said, every new coach, you you know, unless you were on the staff for so long, I came in fresh. I came in new. It was pretty much everything. Yeah. You know, I wanted to come in. I had my own way of practicing. I had my own way of style of play. I had my own philosophies. And 
you know, I spent last summer really hammering at home. We only won one game in the summer. And it was teaching them how we wanted to practice, how I expected them to act off the floor. And they were already great kids. But, you know, you, you're, trying to, you're trying to make it how you want it to be. Right. And that was a lot of last year. Yeah. So how, so what, how did you get started in the coaching? And who influenced you to, to put together the program and, and, and what you want to implement with your team now? I grew up in Georgetown. Okay. So I grew up in the Scott County basketball system with Billy Hicks. Okay. You know, active. He was Got you. All-time wins leader in the state. Absolutely. And their big philosophy was individual development. There's some coaches, it's the team development. Some coaches, it's the individual development. Every day at Scott County, we would do ball handling, individual ball handling. We would shoot. We would do all these individual skills for – an hour of a two-hour practice just to develop our personal skills. And then after I got into coaching, I went to Woodford County with Scott Hunley. Okay. I don't know if you know Scott. Yep, he absolutely. coached here. Ryan Wilson coached here. Um, they were the coaches at Woodford County, and I, they had coached me here, and they're some of my best friends. And, you know, I went into coaching with them at Woodford County, and they they did that and they tweaked it. Mm-hmm. And so that's mostly where my stuff comes from. I've picked up a lot of, you know, I've – Clay to Scott County. I coached at Woodford, coached at Bourbon County, coached here. Right. You know, I've coached in all different areas, all different sizes, and I take a little bit from everywhere I go, as most coaches do. But most of my program is from what I got at Scott County and here and coaching with Scott and Ryan at Woodford County. Individual development. You know, every day we do a different form of ball handling to start our practice. Gotcha. Every day we do – individual shooting, individual skilled shooting. Every day we do team shooting, you know, shell drill, things like that. Individual stuff for half our practice. Gotcha. And, it, it, yeah. it, being a soccer player and and knowing soccer globally, that's that's pretty much Brazil's way of thinking. They work on individual skills pretty much 70 five to eighty percent of their stuff they work on individual skills they make those players as good a player as they possibly can and then they just say to themselves the le- uh, the other twenty percent will just come you'll when you get out there as a team you know what you need to do right. you know how well you can play and that and the team aspect just comes together it's worked pretty good for them so okay. I kind of see I kind of see what you're coming from is you just get that player as good as possible. Right. You get them as good as you can. The team aspect comes together. We spend about half our practice on individual, and the other half will be offense, defense, things as a team. But I'm a big believer in, like you said, make the player as good as you can. Don't don't just make it a team, you know, one part. Because, you know, one weakness could be somebody else's strength. You know right, what I mean? Make right. everything everybody's strength. So you can see – you can – you know, when you're going through that stuff, you can see a bar hit by a player. Right. No matter how – what age they are. You're mm-hmm. kind of hoping, hey, they hopefully they hit a bar at seventh or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And then is there any certain thing that you do to kind of go, okay, I can tell that you've hit this bar. Let's go to this next stage. Yeah. Um it's pretty obvious when they're getting kind of bored, not bored, but you know, they, yeah, they're right. kind of our basic stuff. 
like I said, when I came in, we did our basic stuff all summer and most of it until December. Yeah. And then I could tell, you know, they're doing this pretty easily. They're gotcha. not, you know, that's I need to push it. That's when you add stuff to it. Yeah. You know, ball okay. handling, you're doing the basic stuff. Then you start adding new skills and new moves to it. You know, shooting, you know, it's easy to stand there and shoot. And, you know, right. you start adding moves into it, you know, step backs and things like that coming off a of screen, stuff like that. Once you see that they are really, you know, hitting that bar mm-hmm. of, you know, all right, they're, they're, they're about to, like, it's like going into a new grade. Right. You know, you've, you've done what you can in fourth grade. Now it's time to step up to the fifth grade. Sure. You know, and it's, you know, it, the best part about coaching is seeing them hit that bar. Absolutely. And then, you know, then, and then the best part of coaching is you raise that bar and you have to see them try to climb that bar, the next bar. Yeah. That's the best thing for me. Well, and <clears throat> kind of touching on what Wes said there, the, the one good thing about the individual skills is, is it allows you the opportunity to kind of see, where you can play everybody, right? right? I mean, oh, wow, that guy could probably play the two or the three. This guy can play one or two, you know, yeah. things like that. And, and you know, you like you said, you're returning, you got four starters that are averaging double figures. So, you know, that's a good, well-balanced, you know, thing because it, if you've only got one or two guys that are scoring, it's very easy for another team to shut you down. But if you got four guys that can score, you know, the, you, you can't – they can't really get that double team as much there, and it gives you the opportunity to spread the ball out a little bit more and get scoring from multiple options. Absolutely. And, and then open it up, you know, for um, – what did you say his name was? Brevin. Brevin, Brecker. yeah. I was going to say Brecker, but that's – That's here. Yeah, that's yeah. that's here. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, Bre- <coughs> but that, that that's – I like that, you know. And, and like you said, it gives you that opportunity to – you know, build and, and 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 see what you've got going on there as well. Absolutely. So, um, so, so district wise, like you said, you got Round and Bath and Fleming. Um, do you like? Do you think the guys, or do you like district play, region play more, or do you do y'all like getting out and you know playing somebody that's just off the cuff and you know what's what's answer that question and kind of lead into, you know, what, what's the schedule look like so far this year? The guys really get up for district play. Yeah. It's, it's not, you know, and it's, like I said, changing everything. Menifee hasn't won a district game in, I think, 19 games. They've okay. lost the last 19 district games, and that's something, you know, that's a goal. Yeah. That's something you're looking at. But they, you know, our town and all the kids, they get up for district games. That's cool. Yeah, uh, they – they travel to Rowan, they'll travel to Fleming, and they'll especially travel to Bath. You know, Bath and Flint Menifee are, you know, they really they really go at each Would other. Would that be just, your biggest travel? That but yeah. It's just right up thirty six. Yeah, that's they all yeah. all around. Yeah. Um But I love going out and playing different teams. Yeah. I love um playing just almost the random teams. I like to play in the sixteenth region, but those random teams that you end up playing, you know, you go play in tournaments and things like that. Um trying to think about who we played last year we played we went to rowan county and played a small school out of louisville uh francis parker that's right you know small i know you i don't probably, know that you i've ever heard of that high that school is. um this year we're going to berea and there's teams like garrett county and okay. those teams in it we're going down to um belfry for the mountain Schoolboy tournament okay um they're going back to a tournament format we're playing a 
huge school out of Indiana. You also are going somewhere pretty special this year. We are. We're going to the Hoosier Gym in Indiana. Right. Um, I I got an email, you know, team looking for teams, you know, let me back, and we'll try to figure out a schedule. We're going up there to play Louisville Iroquois on a okay. Saturday afternoon. Um, we're going to – the plan is to go up there on a Friday night and stay the night in a hotel as a team, we'll watch the movie, eat dinner, and then we're going to get up and go. We play at noon on the Saturday. That's awesome. Now, is it the like the it's Hoosier where, it's, Hoosier it's, it's, or the one where they had the state title? From the movie, the actual movie. It's like no kidding. Cracker yeah. Jack Box. And now it's like, a, it's like a museum, but they have games. That is so cool. Today, I think there's. Three. <laughs> I forgot to mention that to you. Yeah, it, 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 when he was going through the schedule, Look, it dawned on me. That Wait is a minute. one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, there's three. We find it. There's three Kentucky games that day. We play the second game at noon that day. Um, I can't imagine you'll be able to get anybody in that place. I've had people who I didn't even know liked basketball. Write me and say, I'm going to the game. <laughs> um, people from our community, you know, people I work with that I didn't even know liked basketball have said. They I don't. Love, they just like that movie. <laughs> I love the movie. Um, I need to go. Yeah. How, how do I go? And I just yeah. said, you know, go on up and Saturday afternoon and it'll be fun. That game, there's there's North Bullet, Bell County, Ryle, and Dayton High School are playing that day. Awesome. And so how many – did they tell you how much – how many – how much that gym holds? How many people that gym holds? They didn't, but it can't hold more than five hundred. Really? Yeah. It can't. It's the exact same. Like I mean, the movie makes it look like there's thirty thousand people in there, <laughs> right? But there's not. They even they. It's so on the walls. You know, the sidelines have the walls. They yeah. sit the teams on the baselines, like at Vandy. Oh wow! Yeah, I Rowan County went last year, so I talked to Coach Thacker about uh-huh. the experience, and he kind of gave me ideas on where to stay and what to do and cool. all of that. And I, I jumped at it. Oh, I, yeah, I, absolutely. I'm all I'm, about this. No doubt. It's I like, mean, it, that's an experience that, that these kids will, you know, never never forget. Right, you exactly. Know? I, I, that, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I didn't even know they did that. I don't think it's been very long since they – I think maybe one or two years. I saw that last year for the first time that they had done that. And – and then I saw something on Facebook where y'all were um, uh, being able to go. So yeah, I'm really excited. They oh, have no it. Doubt. They have it in multiple days. I know that like Nicholas County is going up in December for a day. Gotcha. So they, I guess, you can just rent it out for a day and play the games. That is that is super cool. Yeah, that, that's pretty neat. We'll have to we'll have to uh, uh, stay on top of that. When, when did you say that was? January 27th. Okay. Super Bowl day. Day before Super Bowl. Is it? That's a Royal Rumble night, 27th of January, I guess. I take that back. Super Bowl, they've moved up a week in February. But anyways. I will say, we're scheduled to go. The only way we don't go, kind of hope we do, we don't, is if we're in the All-A. Yeah. If we get to that's the week of the All-A State Tournament. Um, We would play the Wednesday or Thursday if we went. To like, I think it was the semifinals. We wouldn't be able to go, obviously. So, who is in your your all's region all A? We play. There's six teams. Okay. We play. Our first game is Fairview. There's Elliott, West Carter, Rose Hill, and Raceland. Raceland. Okay. Yeah. We, I didn't know that either one of the Carters were in there. I, I, I 
I recognized all those names, and I didn't know that. that uh, now, is this something that's new? No, all a the all a basketball tournament. So, but but you have to to get to the all a basketball tournament. There's a region. Uh, there's a region tournament. It don't even go to district. It's just it's a straight region tournament. And um, if you can make it out of that, then it's a Sweet 16 for the All A. Yeah, yeah. So that's like an in season tournament prior to correct. To January. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. We, and then they hold it. Is it EKU? It was at EKU. EKU is getting renovated. I believe it's in it is Corbin, right Corbin this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. In the arena down there. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, we lost in overtime in the region final last year at home to Raceland. To Raceland. First time since 2011, Menifee had been in the finals, and Menifee's only won it once in history, and that was 93. So, so, so you feel pretty good about your chances this year. I'd like to think so. Yeah, right. Right. You're like, I feel good about my chances. I kind of want to go to, I kind of want to go play at Hickory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm good either way. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you, you make can bring a trophy sport. home and bring the Nets home from, from a region tournament, then hey. Right. That's, you, you make history going for the first time since 93, right. and if right. you, you know, you don't happen to do that, then consolation prize is you go and have a great experience in Indiana. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure – I've never been at a school that – all A means a lot mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Oh, you yeah. know, growing up here in, in Mount Sterling and going to Montgomery County and having all these kids and having 350 graduate with you – but you watch those games in an all-A setting, and it's just different. Mm-hmm. It really is. There's just a there's just a bond, and really a a, a big time rivalry with with a lot of those schools. Right. Yeah. We hosted last year, and the finals with us in Raceland was standing room only. Yeah. And that's the most that I've ever seen in that gym. Yeah. We had people calling saying. You know, can we save a seat? I got grandparents who haven't been to a game in a long time that want to come tonight. And it was special. It was for, like I said, the first time, I think, in 12 years yeah. that they'd been to the finals at all and they were hosting. So, yeah, the All-A means a lot to the small schools. Yeah. It does. Because, you know, no, I mean, no offense to the small schools, but most of the time, you know, you're going to get the big schools that get to rub, get, to the, get out of the district. Yeah. The All-A, it gives you that – that sense of pride that, you know, I'm the best small school in this region. Right. And you get that trip to a Sweet 16, wherever, you know, EKU, Corbin, wherever. You get that pride. And yeah. It, our girls won the All-A last year. And T-shirts made, you know, you know, they went and stayed overnight. And it was a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, with the small schools, you know, some small schools are, you know, like Shelby Valley. I don't know if you remember back oh, yeah, in like absolutely. 2000, I think it was 2010. They won them both. Yeah. You know. That doesn't happen very often. I was going to say it, that's a kind of a rarity, right? Yeah, and and a lot of those schools, you know, you may have a couple of those schools that makes it to the Sweet Sixteen, mm-hmm. but then you know, matchup wise, after you get to there, it's kind of like, oh man, yeah, we're, we're in for it now. <laughs> but uh, but that's cool. That that's awesome. Uh, so region wise, you know, you all always play. Your all's region is always Moorhead. Um, and, um, I, I mean, I can't think of a better facility. I mean, I've grown up in the 10th region. I would much rather go up to Moorhead and play. You, you can fit a lot more people in there. And 
you know, so how do you feel about district play? And if, if you can, in how do you feel about district play? And then, you know, hopefully getting into region and whatnot, you know, how do you feel about all that? I'll say with Moorhead thing, I love Moorhead State. Yeah. It's, it's an unbelievable facility that yeah. they have. And it's, it's so perfect for a region tournament. Right. They have the two end zones. You can split the student sections. You know, you can, you know, it's so big enough where you can split it into fours for a semifinal night, mm-hmm. things like that. It's awesome. You know, and I, I'm taking my team to a Moorhead game this year. I took them to an EKU game last year. Yeah. My whole thought process with that is let's get here. You know, we're going to a game in November to sure. watch them play. You know, let's let's work on getting here. Right. But as far as district play, like I said, it's been a long time since Menifee's won a district game. But, I mean, I, I feel confident in my guys. Yeah. They have really worked hard in the summer and in the preseason. And last year, you know, there was a lot of things that we could have taken away. We pushed at one point or another, we pushed <coughs> the three other teams in our district – to the limit in a game. We were, you know, four minutes left in a home game last year. We were beating Fleming. You know, five minutes left in the fourth quarter at Rowan, we're beating Rowan. We were in a war with Bath both times. I mean, there's things that we can take away that we can push forward this year and take the next step. Gotcha. Region-wise, it's just, you know, we're going to play a lot of teams in our region. You know, we got Ashland coming to Menifee County this year in February. Nice. I love that. Morgan County, those schools like that. Um, I like to play those schools just because it's it's a measuring stick. You know, right. If you sure. avoid them as a small school, then you'll never know where you're at. So, do you play Montgomery County this year? I don't. No. Did last year? I, I, I saw it was on the schedule last year. We don't this year. Yeah. Um, couldn't work out a date with Coach Mays. Gotcha. I tried. Gotcha. We tried, but we just couldn't get a date to work out. He yeah. was trying to. You know, create his own schedule with days and everything. We just couldn't work out a day. Yeah. Well, and we've got two two tournaments here. We've got the uh, the Gateway Classic, and then and we have that uh, the Joe B. Uh, Denny Classic that's going to be here too. So are they doing that? I I, I believe so. Uh, that takes up a lot of a lot of days with with those two things. Right. So no, I, I get that part of it. Um, you know, looking at the rankings of the region, Fleming County was the the highest ranked out of the bunch. Were, did, were they the district champs last year? Uh, I believe so. Yes, yeah. they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it took me a second. So yeah. naturally, say they're 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 going to be that they return everybody. Yeah, they literally. I think last year had eleven juniors on their varsity roster. Oh my gosh! So they, so this is their year. This is if they're going. You know, they they yeah. return a lot of firepower this yeah. year. Yeah. They should be contenders to win the whole region. Yeah. Well, that'll that'll be a tough a tough battle oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So well, so but like like obviously the number one goal at this point have a good season, try to break that nineteen game losing streak in the district, right? Right. Because if you get if you if you win that first game, you go to regions automatically. Yeah, that's what you work for. I've you know yeah. all everywhere I've been coaching, and what I tell those guys is. Everything we do is practice for that first round district game. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're thirty and zero. Yeah. You go into that first round district game and you lose. That thirty and zero doesn't matter because you you know you're, you're going home. You're going home. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're zero and thirty. You sneak up on somebody and you win that first game of the district. Yeah. It makes everything worthwhile because you yeah. get to the district finals. 
you get to the region tournament and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that first game of district is that first win or go home ball game of the year. Right. And then when you get to region, that's the second one. Right. And then when you get if you get to state, that's the third. That's the only three times all year that it's win or go home. Right. So, you know, and that's, you know, a lot of times, you know, getting to the district finals and, and losing, it's kind of like that silver lining, like, well, at least we're still going to region and we got a, another opportunity. But, you know, you, you lose, you lose, you lose the, the district championship. You're not exactly getting a great draw in the region. So I did know. that twice here. Yeah. My two years here, we, <coughs> our first year here, we upset Bourbon County, who was top 15 in the state. Uh, if you remember that year. Um, went to the re- district finals, lost to Clark County in a close game, but we bounced that all the way to the region finals where Clark County beat us in the finals. Yeah. The year after that, Clark County beat us in the district finals. We bounced that to the region semifinals. So, I mean, just because you're losing in a district final doesn't mean your right. season's over. Right. You can Are you talking it. about the tournament right before we got shut down? Yes. That was an – For we COVID? Put, we, put a, we put a question on our – Facebook page the other day about what was the best live sporting event you've been to. Now, given we've all been to, we went to SummerSlam last year. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, that's the first time I've ever been in in a in a in an event that had seventy thousand people there. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was I didn't uh, comment, but that was the first thing to come to my head because that Bourbon County game. And that Clark County game may have been two of the best games I've ever been to, whether it's a student, an adult, or whatnot, uh, for basketball. It, the the, the uh, atmosphere was just amazing. And then all of a sudden it just went, right. you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we weren't able to do any of that for a while. But uh, it was amazing. And so um, kind of like what you were talking about earlier with the All-A being, at, you know, at Menifee last year, you know, I could I can I – can, feel just sitting here you talking about it i can feel that that was about the same type of atmosphere it was it was was, you know and that's what i love about small schools uh in kentucky um so well and i i think that's kind of what is cool about our format oh no doubt in 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 our state tournament because no classes when when you get the 16 teams there Mm. Anything Any, can happen. Anything goes. Right. And you could have you could have the draw where the top two teams are playing on a Thursday night at eight o'clock in the first round. Yeah. That's you know, you don't get that very often. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and you, you just never know because I mean, like you said, if you hit the right layout, you know, dangerous things can happen. Absolutely. Um and like you said, you get the top two teams, one of them, one of them's going home. Right. You know, then you automatically open the field up, and you, you've seen it happen, you know, many times across across you know across the years. Just like a small team, and you're like, where did they come from? Right. And, you know, I I got a question for you. I noticed that um, I noticed that Minifee was getting a new track and soccer field. Yes. Um, and uh, so, and it's obvious just by some of the things I see on Facebook and whatnot. Track team's pretty good. I mean, they've got a lot of they've got a lot of kids that's been going to state lately and stuff like that. Do you push your guys to do something else other than basketball? Do you push them to get get into track or cross country or play on the soccer team? Because a lot of those things 
can be over and done with before you before you all or right after you all start practice uh, official practice. I don't push them because I really don't have to. They just want to. They just want to. And do I have awesome. no problem with it at all. Gotcha. You know my you know our leading scorer Brevin Ricker mm-hmm. went to state the last couple of years in track and cross country. Gotcha. And I had my my new starting four man is the best player on the soccer team. You know, I don't have to ask them to do things because I, I love going to watch them do things. Yeah. They – it being in a small school, you kids just do everything. You're going to have to, you know, there are some days when there's cross country and there's soccer or there's something going on, I may have six kids in the gym. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm going to get those six kids better, but I know the other guys are doing other things that are benefiting them. As well. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's keeping them fit, keeping them in shape, you know, and, and – using you know keeping building up different muscle memories right you know to where uh you'll probably see a change in them you know when they get back in the basketball court you're like whoa what 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 you been what have you been doing Absolutely. you know you know and they're like well i, I picked up cross country this year and you're like <laughs> yeah you just ran the whole game what's right. going on right. so yeah that's awesome yeah that's pretty cool so I, I'm, I was glad to see that that's that's really cool for them is it is it going to be turf Yes, they've then, really then, uh, yeah, yeah. They've really invested in our kids. They're nice. going to build they built a new, you know, K through 8 school uh-huh. out by in a new uh central office building um out there by the park and then they're going to add that stadium starting next year. It's going to be a brand new soccer field with turf and a, and a track around it. Right. And it's just going to be incredible. We don't have a football team. We're not big enough to really have that's a football okay. team. So they're going to invest in every sport that they have. And that's what makes Memphis so special. I, I was going to say. Now, yeah, is you, there a baseball team? There is a baseball team. Yeah. yeah. And that I'm, I'm hoping those upgrades are next. Yeah. That's what they're hoping for. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. So is there anything – you were talking about building up youth program, you and uh, the, the girls coach that I think should be here next week. Um, um, but – Anything that you would like to say? Is there anything that you know people can do um, in Minifee County that uh, you know is registrations started for youth basketball over there right now? Or you know what is there anything? We're it, hoping to get the registration out probably next week, maybe gotcha. later this week, and then get the ball rolling with games in November and play through December. And you know, with COVID and how small the community is, it kind of got you know lost in the shuffle a little bit. So we're trying to. Bring it back, rebrand it, have a little fun with it. Sure. You know, and like I said, at a small school and a small community, if you're not working with your future while you're working with your present, you know, your present's not going to be as good. Yeah. Even if you've got a couple teams per age limit, at least you've got kids out there playing, you know, and and learning the game. and, And at that point, really, you can get plenty of coaches and, you know, um, have them learn really good skill. You know, it's kind of small knit and, you know, you're able to kind of concentrate on those kids a little bit more. Absolutely. So that's cool. Yeah. And we're trying that. that we're doing that same thing over here. You know, it's, it, it that's important in all, all the communities, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, when we were all younger, that's what we did. We played sports, right? Yeah, but right, right. there's so much other stuff out there now that keeps these kids attention that, you know, you got to get them younger so you can keep them invested, you know, through the high school years. Because that that homegrown, you know, high school talent 
is is not quite what it used to be. So, you know, it it's understandable. So, well, Derek, we uh, we appreciate you coming in and visiting with us. Um, best of luck in district play and region and and on the on the year. You know, uh, ten wins last year. Obviously, want to see more than that this year, right? That's the goal. And uh, we'll be rooting for you. We want to see you get that district win and uh, be sure to. Uh, Take a lot of pictures when you're up there in Hoosierville, uh, oh, yeah. because that that'll be awesome. And uh, maybe we'll, about uh, mid season, we can get you back out and get yeah. you back out here and bring a couple yeah. players with you and oh, yeah. talk about how the season's going and what you want yeah. to see how it's going to go the rest of the year. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, cool. well, awesome. Thanks again, Derek, for coming in and seeing us. I appreciate you having me. Again, thanks to Coach Derek Robinson for coming on the show with us. Wes, what do we got in the uh, weekly roundup? The, oh, I'm sorry. The MoCo Roundup. Um, well, we uh, don't have an update of, of cross country because I'll take that back. I'm wrong about that. We'll, we'll save cross country to last because right. it just totally slipped my head. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, boys soccer this week went one and one. They got a, a win over East Jasmine. They lost to Madison Southern. Uh, but they are playing well, they'll be playing in about an hour. Uh, district tournament started this week. Uh, against uh, Bourbon, right? Yep, they play Bourbon um, tonight. Um, and so, hopefully, when this comes out, they'll be playing in the championship game on Thursday night. So, if we are, by all means, please go to those games. I've Again, I'm a soccer guy. I've seen the amount of people go to those games dwindle every year. Other than parents, obviously. It, it, when when I was playing, and even before that, there been there may have been more people at the soccer games than there was at the football games. And there'd be people that'd be like, "You're crazy." There was a lot of people at those soccer games. Um, so please go support them, um, and you know, and and go support them in the region too, wherever it is. He's talking to everybody but me because I don't do soccer. Yes, you can. Uh, <laughs> if it goes in the back of the net and we're jumping up and down, you can just go, yeah! <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah! Touchdown! <laughs> Home uh, run! Girls, uh, girls only had one game this week, basically. Uh, they lost to Scott County. Uh, but they played last night. Um, they played Bourbon County last night and beat them in the district tournament. So they will be playing Clark County in the district finals. Uh, on Wednesday. Um, so they'll be playing, you know, they'll be, you know, you just never know. Uh, they beat Bourbon County 7 nothing. So, I mean, they beat them like a drum. They beat them like they were supposed to. Hopefully it gives them a little bit more confidence going into that uh, Clark County game. Uh, it tends to mean that district that district finals game is, is uh, a lot closer than yeah. a regular season game. Uh, but it also means that they, you know, get a trip to the region. And as we just talked to Derek, you just Anything never know. Can happen, right? right. Uh, volleyball, they beat Paris. Uh, they lost to Bar- Boyd County and Clark County and Scott County. Uh, but, you know, beating Paris, um, you know, that'll get them in uh, when they get to the districts. Uh, that'll get them to that 2-3 um, matchup um, against Bourbon County also. Yeah. Um, that uh, – and, and each of those uh, other three, they did manage to – um, 
win one game on, on each one of them. The Clark County game, the most recent Clark County game, was I would be, I would uh, bet to say that Coach Craycraft would have said if we'd have just done this and this different because they lost – I think they lost one 25-22 and, and another one 25-22. Yeah. So oh, it, it was one of – it's just one of those things that's just like – God, it was just those, right there. Those are games you could have had. Yeah. Uh, football team lost a heartbreaker in overtime versus West Jasmine. Uh, they played probably, in my opinion, their most complete game they've played all year long. Yeah. Uh, defense played great. We just – there was just, as Coach said last week, red zone tends to be a little bit of a problem. Um, didn't really give the ball up. Uh, um I may have thrown an interception, but, you know, no fumbles. I mean, it was the most complete game they've played all year long. It shows them that they belong in this district. Um, looking at East Jasmine and, uh, well, they play, they play Madison Southern this coming Friday. And look, and looking at their schedule and their records and East Jasmine for the, for October the 20th, which will be here. They're very winnable games. Yeah. Um, uh, West Jesmond. And he probably, said last week he felt like that, that West was going to be the toughest opponent of right, the three. Right. And, and we gave them fits. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, and, and, and I mean, we just didn't score in overtime and, and they scored like on the first play, right? In overtime? First or second. Yeah. I mean, cause you no longer said we, we didn't score than you said ball game. And yeah. they're like, oh crap. Yeah. So, you know, it, it Good thing about it is it it gives them the measuring stick to kind of go, yeah, we belong. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. We're here. Now, one other thing I don't have on the sheet. Uh, well, two things, actually. One, uh, today was the first uh, first day of uh, uh, the ladies' golf. Um, That's right. We did okay, um, but uh, I, I saw uh, Coach Spoonmore yep. said that the greens were like glass. Yeah. Uh, and, and so tomorrow we have uh, day number two. Um, but big shout out to Coach Muncie and all of the McNabb girls. All of them. All three grades, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, all qualified for postseason play. Correct. And it's the first time in five years that the sixth graders have qualified for postseason play. And this is t- year two what for. What great players yeah. they have. Yeah. So uh, proud of you. I don't know about Coach. the coach. Uh, we got we got proud. I mean, I got to thinking the other day. You realize he recorded the first episode of season three with us, and we ain't seen him since. <laughs> but it's almost over. It won't right? be long till we'll hit so, that. Yeah, we'll be getting that pop a top again uh, back in, and uh, and that'll be exciting to get him back in um, with us. But we understand. Why he does what he does, right. and we're proud of him uh, being a part of the podcast and um, and all of the girls there. And you know, he shared a photo yesterday. Uh, one of the seventh graders rocking the old from corner to corner t shirt. May have seen somebody's faces on uh, a t shirt. Yeah, yeah. So, and you've had you've had people asking. Listen, you know the the. The link is coming. Yeah. Or 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 it's out there. It, it, we we are almost ready. We we, we are working on a, a website with some product and, uh, uh, for everybody. Yeah, I've got. And I've already had people that are like, being done. 
like, hey, can I order a sweatshirt? Yeah. Can I order it in pink? And I'm like, I mean, I guess, whatever you want to do. <laughs> hey, look, there's a shirt on there, and I put it, the, put it on the pink. It actually looks pretty good on the pink. <laughs> I mean, I never thought my face would look so attractive on a pink shirt, but it does. It does. So, but anyways, I just wanted to make sure that we uh, threw that out there uh, about the middle school girls. I know we tend to um, update mostly on the high school stuff, but whenever our middle school kids uh, move into postseason play, that's always a big deal. Absolutely, and, and let's uh, not forget our Athletes of the Week. Athletes of the Week, right? Was cross-country. The girls' cross-country team went to – well, the girls' and the boys' team went yeah. to East Carter, and wouldn't you know it, the girls' East – the girls' – Won their side of the tournament. Not only did they win, they won as their as their top five runners all placed in the top eleven runners. Right, that's pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah, including win, winning the the race outright. You know, right? The, Shelby Page won the event. Yeah, uh, Mad, it's, uh, Madeline Taylor came in second. Uh, eighth grader Elizabeth Reeves came in fifth. Senior Taylor Page came in sixth, and junior Bailey Reeves uh, uh, came in eleventh. So two, both coaches' kids finished up there. Yeah, so right. She's doing uh, something right. And then the uh, you know the boys uh, did very well themselves. They they won, they won their uh, side of the East East Carter uh, tournament, and um, Drew Thompson came in with a strong showing of third place. So. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, there you have it for this week's edition of uh, Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner presented by the From Corner to Corner podcast. If you haven't already, go out and give us a like on Facebook. Also, remember to help promote our coaches show, uh, our Athlete of the Week, our community, our teams, our coaches, and our students. They all deserve it. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.